name is Adrian Cartland, the principal of Cartland Law. Today I'm going to be talking about the advantages and disadvantages of using the business structure, a sole trader. Now a sole trader is very simple. It is when an individual owns and runs a business in their own name. Here we have a person owning the business in their own name, much as you might own a house in your own name. So the advantages. First of all, it's very simple to set up. In fact, as soon as you start running a business, you're probably running it in your own name. Now, there are formalities, like you might want to register a business name. You might reply for an ABN if you um, have more than $75,000 a year turnover, uh, in which case you have to obtain an ABN. Or if you're going to claim import tax credits, that is GST on things that you purchase, then you might want to register for an ABN. Of course, this assumes that you are running a business. If you're not running a business, then you're not a sole trader, you're a hobby. Now, besides being simple to set up, and also very low cost to set up, there's no documents, there's no you know, incorporation, trust deed, um, partnership agreements, nothing like that. Um, it is simply, you start, and you probably will want to register for an, AFN, uh, an ABN, and perhaps to add a tax file man, um, tax file number in your own name. Another advantage is that you have your individual marginal tax rate. So this means that um, uh, so long as you're earning less than presently $180,000 a year, you're going to be not on the highest, mar uh, highest marginal tax rate. So 46.5% plus the Medicare levy. You know, so if you're earning a small amount of money, $20,000, $50,000 a year, um, or you know, I said less than $80,000, you're going to be um, on a lower marginal tax rate than you would be with, say, a company. A company might, for a small business might have 27.5%. Um, They're currently uh, going down. And, and as I record this, there is debate in the uh, Senate as to whether big, um, uh, big companies will have a lower tax rate. Ignoring specifics for tax rates as a general statement, um, when you're earning uh, less money, it's better to be uh, um, getting that in your individual name. When you start earning more money, you're going to want to have a, a company uh, which has a flat tax rate. So, uh, but um, when you're starting out a business, maybe if your first few years, or if you have a personal services business, um, uh, which is uh, your in you, you personally are producing a number of things, say you're a, a, a cleaner or you're a subcontractor or something like that, you're going to um, uh, want to use your individual marginal tax rate. Now, another advantage is that it's very simple to dispose of. How do you sell it? You sell it out of your own name. If you want to pass it in your will, you just write, I leave it to this person. Um, in other structures, there is perhaps partnership agreements to negotiate um, uh, considerations of whether you own it or not in a discretionary trust um, and what you do own and what you can pass on uh, with a, a company. Uh, there's often shareholders agreements that restrict what you might do. Um, you're going to have to pass the shares rather than the business. Here you own the business and you just pass it to whoever you want. You sell it directly, you receive the proceeds. Um, and those proceeds, if you've owned the business for more than 12 months, you will get a 50% discount on those. Um, and there are also a number of small business capital gains tax concessions 
um, which you're going to um, uh, want to obtain. You've not got, you uh, generally won't be thinking about them when you start your business. You're gonna be looking to set up a business and generate revenue. Uh, but it is something to note that when you sell a business, uh, you want to consider, do I get the small business CG CGT concessions, which can reduce your tax by another 50% or reduce it entirely so you pay no tax. They're very generous. You definitely want to obtain them. If you're a sole trader, it's very simple. Now, disadvantages. Huge disadvantage. No asset protection. So if your business goes bankrupt, you get a whole bunch of uh, creditors owe you money, perhaps the tax office, you get some, some big uh, uh, tax bills that were unexpected or you uh, rack up a whole bunch of creditors that you're unable to pay, perhaps cash flow is bad, there's lots of reasons why businesses fail. It's in your own name, any other assets in your own name, such as the house, um, are going to be at risk. So why do people lose their family home when their business goes under? Because uh, of a failure of asset protection. So secondly, there is, a no, there is no streaming of income. So just say you're, uh, you're doing very successful in your business um, and you want, you've maxed out your marginal tax rate and you want to say, distribute money to your spouse from the business. There is no ability to do that with a sole trader. It only goes to you. Uh, perhaps there are some really complex ways or, or contracts that you might enter into, um, but, but typically there, you, you will derive the income in your own name. Whereas with the discretionary trust, you have the ability to stream, same with companies, um, you can hold shares in different names. Um, so no streaming of income, no corporate tax rate. Again, if you're earning a larger amount of money, you will want to be accessing the fixed tax rate of the company. Here you don't have that. Uh, another disadvantage, there are no other parties. So if you want to add someone to your business, you're either going to want, to, you're going to either need to move to another structure, say a company or, um, or a partnership, in which case you're going to need to totally change the structure and um, bring other people in there. Now, that might be something that you simply say, I will cross that bridge when I come to it. But um, you can't have any other parties in, um, in a sole trader. It is a sole trader. Uh, finally, if you're doing something tech related and you're wanting to claim a very generous uh, research and development tax credit, which can mean a refund of 15% of your R&D tax expenditure, or if you're making losses up to about 45% of what you're making, of what you've spent, which can be very important for funding tech developments. It can only be done for a company. So um, with a sole trader, you're totally going to miss out on that. So that's 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 a no. So I would I say generally the the big advantage of this is this is very simple. The big most important disadvantages are there's no asset protection and no ability to stream. Thank you very much. My name is Adrian Cartland. I'm the principal of Cartland Law.